day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! <laughs> Guys, we're back. Whoa. Shit, I'm getting Hell, horny. It's for the way you look at me. Welcome back, people. Oh. Episode four of what's this what's this podcast called again? The, the V Day F. V You wanna answer my fucking question? What's this episode called? What's this, what's this podcast called? For oh, don't, don't. Okay, let's, let's go ahead and just preemptively name the podcast too. What's this episode called? The, the V Day Dome app. The Dome app of V Day. All right, those are horrible names, but it's okay. Like I'm trying to yell over Tony Bennett right now. Yeah, this is Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, Tony Bennett, Sinatra, and one other one are all the same thing, basically. They do have very similar vibes. I will say that um, I think Frank Sinatra was actually like had connections in the mob and whatnot. Right, right. And which that's that that stereotype of like the singer that has to go to the wedding because he owes the mafia a favor. Well, I think that he was he wasn't indebted to the mob. The mob loved Frank. The mob he like he was he was in with like if if people disrespected like if comedians disrespected Frank on talk shows, they would get a call from from Frank being like, listen. I need an apology, or uh, some of my buddies are gonna show up <laughs> at your door, and that's that's truth. I've heard well, that. Well, that's basically like in the the first Godfather, where the dude goes to uh, Hogan. No, that's not Hogan, is it? Tom Hagen, Tom Hulk Hogan in, in Godfather <laughs> Part One shows up shows up at the dude's house, and he's like, "I need this guy to be in this movie." And he's like, "With his olive oil skin," I'm butchering this. Hey, um, for all those people, ASMR right there. for all those peoples who who caved and and fucking gave into the societal norms of of the V Day sprees and what you had to do, I have I have a little quick take on what I think. Listen, V Day and all holidays are just this. You know that V Day is an is an actual like military thing. All right, or, yeah, I, I mean actually va- no, wait, that's D Day. Sorry, I, I mean Valentine's sorry, Day. Sorry, Mr. Rhyme, all my history. Teacher. Alex, fuck that up. Alex didn't enjoy school, but here's the thing. Valentine's Day is this thing where you're playing a game with your girlfriend and at Christmas you get guilted into buying gifts and at Ramadan you get guilted into fasting then you get guilted into overeating then you get guilted into fucking your second cousin but that's another this culture. This is a personal story that David is telling right now. Get, <laughs> but, get back to the more the stuff that really affects everyone. Comedy comes in three. So Valentine's Day is basically a game that you play with your girlfriend. She sits around in her lingerie underneath her clothes while you're at the restaurant sees how well you do with buying flowers the restaurant the reservations and how nice you are and then if you do well at the end of the night you get sex um interesting take i want to know since you're such an expert on this and obviously i am as well what like what's the most recent relationship that you've had that was active on valentine's day that you guys actually went out on a valentine's day date on uh, dating a girl in Michigan. This is when I was dating Olivia. I was dating Olivia. So saying the saying six, the real name six years ago, something like that. But I didn't buy All her. Right. I didn't buy her flowers because I was on the same shit that day. I was like, <laughs> Valentine's Day is bullshit. I love you every day of the year, baby. But you guys, did you guys like go out to dinner? No, we worked. We we were a restaurant food business. Okay, okay. All right. All right. So then then one before that. What like did you have you ever been on a Valentine's Day date? Uh, yeah. When I was in. 
when I was in boarding school, I, for for those who don't know, I went to boarding school in Germany for two years. All right. And dated so some white So what you're girl. saying is high school. And I would have to agree with that. Uh, Valentine's Day, uh, haven't really participated in it since high school. It's for teenagers, right? Well, it's not for, t- and this is a hack take, but it's literally a holiday that was invented to boost the economy. Right. And, you know, is that such a bad thing? The economy needs boosting. Right, right. And I, I see my investments increasing, right? right. I'm up 2.4%. There's a reason why you can sell the same chocolate that was sold for half the price for twice the price because it's in a heart-shaped box. That's good. I mean, yeah, we're mostly... We're mostly just buying packaging. Isn't doesn't Ed Sheeran have a have a song called Heart Shaped Box? Uh, I mean that's pretty funny. Uh, one of my homies from work, shout out fucking Antonio, he listens to this. Uh, he went on on V Day about being in the doghouse because we had an event at work, and we had a bunch of Valentine's Day balloons, and my man's being innovative and and resourceful. After the event, took the balloons from work and then took them to his house and tried to surprise his girl. <laughs> that dude is a legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, if you guys see Antonio in the streets, rub his head. He's glowing like the like the Jerusalem temple in Israel. He's a he's a bald Mexican man. I'm honestly like jealous that I couldn't have that opportunity of such a right. huge come up. Right, right. He he looks like instead of Mr. I Clean, bet that dude would do that for his child's birthday party. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Daddy, why do these balloons say Verizon on them? It's like that's that's important. It's an important thing that you don't need to know about right now. And then he'd be like, "We love Verizon, son." Yeah, that's the reason why we have presents this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the man. He's probably uh, our number one or two fan. Honestly, he's one of the seven people. Yeah. So I'm um, um, love. You know, it's it's a it's a lovely weekend. A lovely week, technically. We should have done this episode a little earlier because, cause, uh, you know, Valentine's Day was on Friday and uh, yeah. it's officially Tuesday. But we figured, you know, as long as you get it out within the week, you could talk about love and, and heartbreak yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, like, we're really just trying to focus on society's themes so that we're sort of like current on whatever you're doing so that there's some sort of relatability because... We're disattached. We really don't know. What's like the corniest thing you ever did for a female? Oh, uh, man. For Liza, actually, one time. Uh, Liza's a girl from high school as well. There was this big, like, s- social thing in high school where when you ask somebody to, a like, a prom or, like, something like that, you would do a, a, a cool way of doing it. You would have a gesture. And, oh, no, it wasn't for Liza. It was for, it was for Meredith. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. All, Anyways, we, we got to stop just using these first names. Sorry, because the, the listening audience has literally zero idea who these people. Right, are. so they don't know who this is, and they don't know. Anyways, I showed up just at, at the, least preempt it with like a chick I went to high school with named Blank. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah uh, quit assuming these. You're talking to me, but you're also talking to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're talking to me, but you're also talking to yeah, yeah. all these dudes who don't really know you. I don't mean to classify our listeners as all dudes Cause I'm sure there's a female in there, one or two But realistically, it's probably all men Mostly Because our humor is super immature But whatever, yeah, if you're a chick Yo, that's props to you, props to you Yeah, I'd love to go and have I don't want to alienate our female fan base But I'm gonna, yeah, take it away thank you for listening if you're a little girl all around the world, yeah, if you're a female or a man or 
you being able to tolerate a lot of the insensitive stuff that we say right and it's not because we are misogynist or uh, uh feel a type of way about a woman's role it's just that we're an irony podcast and nothing we say is valid or right, right. even uh, you know how it is with all the these PC police these days. PC police. They want to scour. PC. They want to go into our archives and not let us on to SNL. <laughs> we have the perfect package uh, all right, around. Right. And Excuse I um you. just everything that we say is is just for the sake of catching a laugh. I'll say anything about my mom right now just to make Alex laugh a little bit. Which usually his jokes about his mom are sadder than they are funny and I kind of just laugh just because I feel bad and I'm like oh god <laughs> well I guess this is something I have to laugh at now yeah um I wrote a I wrote a joke oh um, really yeah I mean I mean this is just me testing out the joke with you so like work with me here you know, okay, but yeah, how yeah. about this um there's nothing like a welcome mat for your house and uh welcome mats are like tinder dates you like the first time clever ones because they're clean and might make you laugh. But sometimes you prefer an older, worn out one because you just, by looking at them, can tell they'll take a good stomping. Jesus Christ, dude. No? I don't know, man. It's, it's like I, a, guess, I guess if it fits with the, uh, it fits with, uh, the theme of the week and whatnot. Right. Um, did you... <laughs> when's the... Uh, like... <clears throat> I don't know. I have this funny video I've been looking for and sort of ignoring everything you've been saying. Right. That's I can... why I didn't respond to that shit. And I apologize. Yeah, because um, that's like the best thing that I've written for the week. So, <laughs> Well, can you just do it again, maybe? Okay. I'm, well, just, I'm just joking. Don't do it okay, again. That'd cool. be weird. Do it to me. Do it after the show. And I just want to personally address the audience to say that I didn't treat David the way that he should have been treated. In that this moment. is often what happens. I should have not been looking at my phone searching for this video. Because for all I know, his his joke was funnier than what I'm about to play, um, but who knows? Maybe it's not. We'll we'll see in a second. So basically, I'm gonna set this up real quick. Um, earlier this uh, this week, uh, a woman who you might know, um, she's relatively famous, Chanel West Coast, went on Instagram Live and had a pretty legendary meltdown. And I just wanted to play the audio from it because okay, yeah, that this, sounds interesting. This to me um, is really what Valentine's Day is all about. I know we've immediately left our theme of love for the week, and we're going back into the nonsense. Well, yeah, I just made I just made a domestic be. abuse joke for those who were listening. Oh, and dude, and, and, it's even funnier now that I know the premise. Yeah, yeah. Now we're on Chanel West. So this sounds funny. Chanel West. Yeah. Okay. Chanel. Um, Especially being in this industry, in the entertainment industry. I am the most friendly motherfucker ever. I just like people. I like everybody. Unless you give me a reason to not like you, I f***ing like you. And if I follow you, I'm going to like your pictures. Unless it's like a really ugly, bad picture, then maybe I won't like it. <laughs> For the most part, I f***ing like everybody's shit. And nobody likes my shit. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm f***ing famous on a million episodes of TV. And you got way less followers than me. And I'm liking your shit. You don't ever want to like my shit. Like, who the f*** 
do you think you are? Do you think I'm desperate because I'm friendly and like liking your shit? Because ain't nobody <laughs> desperate. I'm just being nice. So it would be nice if you could be nice back. I mean, Feel me? He's got a point. <laughs> Hey. Now West Coast, bro. You might know her from, uh, she was the secretary on Fantasy Factory for the longest time, and now she's a regular on Ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah she's a show like... directly ripped off of a very famous Comedy Central show called Tosh.0, oh. um, which, you know, she makes some valid points. Right. How many of us have not ever gotten caught up in the politics of the like game on Instagram? It's true that some people um, don't like your shit back, but it's only because... Maybe they have you muted. Maybe they don't follow you. Maybe they're just not engaged by your content. It's not like them socially attacking you. It's you just not being on their feed. Right. But have you ever just withheld a like from, from a post that you actually did kind of like? And you're just to like, fuck with that person? I, but I can't just drop a like on this dude's shit because me and him are beefing right now. Yeah. Or I don't want to come across as gay. I don't want to make this guy think that I... <laughs> like like him i just want him to know that i like this photo yeah i mean but like um how soon do you think until uh chanel west coast has her own bio biopic biopic what is it i don't know i think it's i think it's biopic because that's kind of like a disturbing trend i've been noticing and maybe you uh i've also been noticing this but Within the last like 10 years, there's this insurgence of documentaries about celebrities' lives while they're still alive. Yeah, like that like, like that Kevin Hart thing. There's a documentary right, about Kevin I, Hart fucking... I feel like it started with maybe like uh, the Never Say Never documentary with Justin Bieber, possibly, or it could be even earlier than that. But I, I remember when... Okay, remember Walk the Line? That came out. People were... Like, uh, why are we making this movie Walk the Line? Johnny, uh, Johnny Cash is literally freshly in his grave. We're, why don't we wait a little bit before we start making this movie about his life? Yeah, man, and now we've like totally just skipped that whole concept, and now we're like actively making movies about people's lives while they're living them, just for what? So like. For people who like can obsess over if them, they're or? popping, if they're really successful, it makes sense. That's why they're just trying to sell more shit about the person. Because there's a Taylor Swift one, there's a Katy, Katy Perry one, there's a Lady Gaga one. I've got I've got a list of a few of them right here. Uh, I've got uh, where did I put that fucking list? Um, well, yeah, the Lady Gaga one, five foot two, Katy Perry one. Yeah, you said it. Part of me. There's that One Direction one. This is us. Well, that's more about like boy bands and how they're weird and how they're like fucking manipulating these dudes Wait, and the, trying to monetize. The one about them. One Direction is wasn't about specifically One Direction. It was about multiple bands. Well, no, it's about One Direction, but I think they emphasize the the crazy intricacies of being in a boy band. Like you know how there's like um, ah, never mind. Well, what about okay? So you said did you mention the Travis Scott one? Look, mom, I can fly. Yeah, dude, I I won't watch that because <laughs> how old I, is that dude? You're gonna make that the title. I, I won't I won't watch that because I'm not twelve. <laughs> exactly. And well, yeah, you said that the Kevin Hart one. There's that Taylor Swift. Bullshit. Man, I fucking but, nailed all of these, bro. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, there's they're, they're pretty much all like they're they're famous and whatnot. But I haven't I haven't watched a single one. I haven't seen any of them either. And maybe this is a null point because we haven't seen any of them. Right, right. But I literally right. have no interest in seeing how the other half lives because I already like. I already hate if that. You, I'm if not... you watch the news, you get a general idea of what it's like to be just a rich fuck. <laughs> 
Oh, shit, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, oh, whoa, oh, it's me, it's Kevin Hart on my way to my private jet. Mm. Don't fuck this up, I ain't fucked it up yet. Uh, except when I said all that homophobic stuff, yeah. Uh, cost me the Oscars, I'm sure they touched base on that in the fucking doco, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it biopic or biopic? I don't know, but Taylor Swift, you can suck my fucking dick. Yeah, my name Taylor, I made a lot of bad shit. Uh, and in my dog, they de uh, depict me as bad shit. Yeah, like I'm Katie, and I'm also like that lady. God, God, I'm like a baby. Uh, I went to Juilliard, and now I make every dude really hard. And now I'm going really far with the fucking content that I make. And yeah, I'm eating cake, and they're making documentaries. Yo, Lady Gaga, five foot two, or five foot, five foot two. Yeah, that's what it do. Whoa, I'm Gaga, I'm in the Daca documentary. Follow me around, makes sense to me. Yo. I don't know, I know you love to watch me roll. No, you you love, love these fancy cars, you love these fancy clothes. Yeah, yeah like my shit. Hey, uh, real quick, let me tell you, the first beat producer was called... Uh, that boy Neko and the beat was called Can't Decide um, which I can't decide if I liked it or not and you know what <coughs> that's good enough for me and this this one was called Early AF produced by Othello which AF stands for as fuck for those of you who are not in the times in the know tell me this man I'll, let me tell you have you ever you know those 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 early morning loogies yeah you ever like hawked one on a piece of paper and watched it dry? No, I thank God. But I mean, there's a lot of I've watched a lot of semen just immediately dry and it's insane how it dries. It it turns into like a it turns into like a flaky crust of sorts, and right? Then, and then you can like peel it off like a frisbee. Yeah, yeah. You it's can, almost like a piece of glass. You can cr you can crunch it up like crackers and sprinkle it on salad. Ooh. I'm crunch it up like that was some good alliteration there. Crunch it up like crackers. <laughs> anyway, um let's let's go back to our love theme maybe. Right, right. Um I I don't know what else to to riff about when it comes to v I have one other thing but oh man, the notes. The notes are buried in here somewhere. Yeah, that's the way it is. Uh love is an interesting thing, you know. Uh it seems like when you're in high school it's it's really got its full grips around you because you got all the testosterone and whatever the female version of testosterone. What is it? Estrogen? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, that. dude. You got your estrogen and your T stones, and they're just going. And uh, it's one of those things where I feel like in high school, you feel like a different type of of like in love or a different type of like quote unquote crushing on a person or like there's. The spectrum of it is entirely different. Like when you get to our age, you don't like have crushes on people, and if you do, it's like a, it's almost creepy. like an in, in the moment kind. Of, yeah, it's fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's for sure. Having a crush on someone in in your late twenties is creepy, uh, but I think that it's almost like a compressed version of it because when you go out to drink with a person who maybe you've spent a, a couple of like times with or whatever. And you guys are, you know, maybe having a few, and then all of a sudden you are like looking at each other certain ways. It's like, is that like a weird sped up version of crushing on someone? No, that, that's like, just fucking. We can only manufacture now because we're old. And yeah, you gotta booze lost. it. You gotta booze it to be comfortable with the person, and then you have to fucking do the second round with a little bit less booze, 
and it, inevitably you're you end up together at some point sober and you're like all right i think i guess i can tolerate you at this point wait, wait, wait. you i thought you but you've been drinking and you end up somewhere sober what is this well no by by the th- second or third date i think you're sober oh and then you're trying to like you're trying to channel how you felt while drunk into this sober portion of the interaction i don't know second or third day that's pretty soon i feel like i i don't even like unless it's first thing when you wake up and you wake up and you make love i'm trying to remember the last time i've like had sex not a little bit inebriated you know what i mean right like right. sober sex in general i Obvi- feel like I, ca- I feel like i can't be horny sober i'm most of the time <laughs> I feel like i need to be fucking stoned or drunk and then i'm like oh yeah i have a dick this is kind of cool yeah well uh it is a little bit cool i will say that uh definitely prefer the dick to the old vag can you imagine if you just had like a hole in between your legs that was just kind of like sort of sort of damp just leaking all the time maybe it's leaking depending on the time of the month it you literally like- have to stop stuff something in there to stop it from leaking and <laughs> it seems more dynamic when it comes to maybe athletics if you're trying to be a runner it might help to not have a, a large package dangling right, between right. your thighs if you're trying to get people to like respect your sport you know, yeah the it uh, might, uh, might help to be able to dunk yeah <laughs> is that what we're talking about? That's, that's, I got a little sidetracked. Right? Yeah, for the for the women on V Day. <laughs> um, thanks for playing sports. But I, I was gonna say that um, I have um, a lot of thoughts about uh, high waisted jeans. Okay, I like this topic already because high waisted jeans are are in full effect, and they've come back recently, and uh, for the past couple of years have become dominant in uh the world and the internet specifically high-waisted jeans make mom jeans right right as as some people will say they used to be mom jeans but now it's a it's a it's a thing that you can do to hide your belly the thing is we call them high-waisted jeans now because we aren't willing to face the facts that the reason why we're so physically attracted to these high-waisted jeans is this freudian slip of our mind that we actually just want to fuck our moms well and also so when we see these women wearing these high-waisted jeans we're just like Oh, it takes me back, and I just want to suck on those titties and get that milk again. Okay, but also 17-year-olds are wearing them, and they're basically leggings, but they're jeans. Yeah, but 17-year-olds can be moms. Right, and they often are in the Hispanic community. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, he speaks Spanish, you yeah, guys. There's, it's, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there's white trash out there having babies early. All right, well, we don't have to... Being racist against whites doesn't balance out being racist against not. I hate all races. I hate all races equally. It would be funny if that's how it worked. Like on TV, like (laughs) someone on the news accidentally says something mildly and he's just like, "Uh, oh, um, well, uh, white people often shoot up schools. (laughs) Honestly, working, uh, working in East L.A. with mostly Hispanics is making me such a fucking piece of shit because, uh, I'm stereotyping Hispanics based on the demographic that lives in East LA, which they're not, it's not Hispanics. It's East Angelinos who are just this part of this trash subculture. I like that. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just, it's East. Are there any East Angelinos listening? I'm just, uh, I've bro, never heard that term before, but I really like it. Bro, it. All of them are speaking this blended Spanglish from East LA. It's like if gangbangers retired and then tried to develop this new dialect of English. My favorite thing about the Angelinos is is when they uh, decide to adopt children from Africa, many of them, with their husband, Brad 
Brad Pitalino. Oh, I get it. I <laughs> there get we go. It. That's, that was maybe a thinker. Maybe it didn't make any sense to begin with. It Who definitely. Knows? I. You know what? We're having fun. Here. <laughs> and it is true that none of you guys have emailed us at all. Um, right. It's so, not like you guys deserve a good program. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh. Fuck up motherfucking fans, you don't deserve shit If you was cool, you would fucking drop a word in You would be like, yo, I like that fucking beat I like that fucking flow, but I know it's fucking weak Uh, three, uh, yeah I'ma turn this heat up This heat (laughs) up up. Yeah, you think that you deserve something I'ma come through and I'ma start busting Yeah, busting freestyles for three long whiles with a Fucking group of pedophiles on the corner drinking Pedialyte, and now I might act it like I'm frightened, but I'm not. I'm fucking wiping. Uh, I'm hanging with my Angelinos down in Los Angeles, yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. yeah. yo. Um, with my boy Brad Pitt. Once upon a time in Hollywood, that's sick. Yeah, my Leo DiCaprio. Uh. Yeah, once upon a time, I used to know how to rhyme, and now I'm spitting mad fire on the line, doing lines. In East Angeline, East Angelos, my name's D'Angelo, yo. <laughs> hey, bros, listen, if you have any opinions, please contact us. Um, that, ban- was, that was a funny-ass beat. That reminded me of, like, some old-school shit. Well, you know what's funny about that? Like a Tech 9 type of vehicle. You know what's funny about that beat is that it was produced by uh, Jimmy Javier, and it was called Lil Frank, which, if I'm being Lil Frank with you... It's kind of hot. Yo, I thought you were going to say something about my cell phone going off during your explanation, but I'm glad you didn't realize that. Well, you know what? It's funny because the guy who just texted me. Was it Lil Frank? No, no, no. It's a client of mine. Cool dude. Name's Rusty. Although uh, 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 he's got a music video coming out the 25th of this month. Be sure to look out for that. Shout out. Directed by yours. Well, I guess he technically shot and edited it. But anyway, um, this dude, like, and I've had this with other people who I've worked with music video wise. Um, when we're texting, they'll say something like, like, I'll ask them a question like, all right, so do you need anything else with this or that? And then they'll reply, no, nah, that's it. And then in the same message, they'll put comma. Well, actually, could you something, something, something? Whoa. Which makes no sense text message wise. Right. You could just not put the. Yeah, I know it's good. Just write the second half of that sentence. What is the point of including like in the same message? You could at least send the first one and then be like, "Oh, no, I fucked yeah, up. Yeah. No, now I'm a- going to send this retraction message." But you send you send the retraction in the same message? It's a, it's like a formality to avoid being rude, which you're not being no, rude. No, it's not a formality. I think it's some weird like attempt to sound like you're having a co- casual conversation in in text message form. Like, no, that's it. Like, well, actually, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll add likes in text. I'll be like, yeah, like, and but, I'll write but, that. But way. you wouldn't, but you wouldn't negate something you literally just said in the text without, like, you might as well just delete the first thing that you said if you're just gonna say it's. It's basically like, yeah, dogs are cool. Well, actually, I actually hate dogs. That's the text <laughs> I just sent you. <laughs> I, you know I mean, what I mean? We're definitely breaking it down and making an, a, a crazy analogy. But you're right. I mean, that's what this dude is saying. And you're right. He's trying to make it sound like a casual conversation, which maybe he's nervous around you, dude. I don't think so. This uh, this dude's cool. And I, I don't mean. And and this is just one example. And I don't mean to put him on blast. Uh, I would I would definitely still. You should check out his music video on the 25th. 
His name is spelled R-U-S-T-Y-I-E, not Rusty, like how it is usually spelled. There's an I-E at the end there. So, yeah, 25th, look out for that shit and whatnot. But, yeah, that was kind of uh, an interesting text convo. Um, uh, yeah, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's it's happened multiple times. I don't you know, know what? I, I have something to say, and, and this is because somebody let me have some of their chicken wings from Wingstop the other day. Wingstop is superior to Buffalo Wild Wings by far, and let me tell you why. All Buffalo right. Wild Wings has wannabe Hooters waitresses who are gross. I would disagree. And then they also have vague portion sizes. Like, what's a small order of wings? Let me let me get seven. Tell me I'm getting seven. Can we at least say you're getting 1.5 pounds of wings? I could have sworn that they used to tell you it was like nine wings. They've changed it. So now you get a small, a medium, or large, and then it says uh, about this much. And then they bring you the tab, and if you had maybe one beer, some fries, and some wings, the tab's going to be $98. And then you got to tip this whore, and you're not even at Hooters right now. I'm just saying, man. Wing restaurants aren't by default supposed to be ass and titty restaurants. I, Hooters is the only one that I can think of. I think there's one called like Kilts or whatever that's also an yeah. ass and titty restaurant. Yeah, maybe maybe but, my, my expectation. I'm projecting my desire gotta, to be at I, Hooters like, on Buffalo. Every Wild time I've been to B Dubs, there's maybe two or three attractive waitresses or servers. I'm sorry, PC police, uh, and then there's. Nine dogs. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and, and half dudes. of them are males. Yeah, and yeah. Dudes, so yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not like I don't know, like it's definitely not a Hooters esque establishment. There, there's often uh, here's my my final thing is that I'm not here to watch the fucking masters, which is the reason why people go to B dubs to watch right. sports. And I'm not here to drink this overpriced beer. I just want Two hundred wings. I want to eat wings. So, are you saying at Wingstop they'll they'll throw on Adult Swim and let you eat a million? What wings? I'm saying is the quality and the quantity of wings is better at Wingstop, especially if you're getting the bone in. This is pro- this podcast is brought to you by Wingstop. But you know, if you're an adult, you get a bone in. Yeah, boneless definitely. boneless wings are for people 25 and below. Go get chicken nuggets at McDonald's yeah, if you're sir, gonna get fucking right, boneless. You, wings. Why don't you just go get some chicken strips and take them home to your mom and suck on her titties (laughs) suck on her big supple breasts yeah i know i'm gonna get get yelled at by one of uh one of our listeners my old gm back in back in michigan i know he eats the fucking breaded wings brett seriously if you're listening to this switch over to the bone in do it for your kids on thursdays they're gonna give you the deal over at fucking b-dubs which i don't even want you to go there but you know what i got laid this weekend yes let's i was gonna bring that up without even your consent because you were like, I don't know if I want to talk about her on the pod, man. I don't want to disclose. She might listen, bro. I don't, I don't want to disclose just, too much. But uh, you've already opened the door. For, you obviously want to. You wouldn't have brought it out unprovoked. So I was, let's, I was just just, gonna th- let's dive into it. I, I fucking, the day after Valentine's Day, which is ironic. I didn't even think about this. Girl who I stood up once before is back in L.A. Uh, from out of state. And I was like, what's up? And I showed up at this place, waited in line for 45 minutes. Didn't get in. Eventually, she came out of the bar where I was waiting to get in. Is like, all right, we're going somewhere Yo, else. She set you up, bro. She knew because she she came out guns a blazing. This dude had been waiting in the cold for forty five minutes, and she's like, "Got you, karma." Yeah, I mean, I definitely deserved it. And while I was in line, the people behind me were um, 
the stereotype of what people in line in LA are doing. Like one of them's talking about how she moved to LA to act, but she has to work her job. And then this guy that's with them is like, I'm a mortgage lender. And then the girl that he's telling that to says, uh, so you check how much money people have in the bank before they can move in. And I'm like, this bitch has, doesn't have a mortgage. No mass mortgage. for that. <laughs> um, anyways, I ended up in Santa Monica uh, what was the name of the the bar again? Forty one. Forty one. Uh, uh, no, no cover for the girls. There was a cover for me. Interesting how that works, huh? And and you ladies always are like, yo, we need equal rights, and just look at the bar life. Yep. This look at this guy. Remember, in, you remember Rags in college? Yeah, yeah I so remember Rags. So there was this nightclub called Rags in college that was incredibly predatory. Probably why it got shut down. But they had a college night, and when I say college night, I mean. They let college-aged girls in, yeah. not the men. So if you were under 21 but over 18 and female, you could get into this club, but not the men. It's a, like just thinking about it, I'm just like, that is disgusting. Insane. <laughs> and I, and, you know, I, I do harbor a little bit of jealousy and resentment towards the club for not letting me in as a young lad. But more so than that, it's disgusting. That practice I mean, is disgusting. The other thing that was disgusting was the sticky floors at this place. Like, completely gross because 18-year-olds can't handle their shit. David so is lucky enough to have stepped foot in the establishment. I never even went once. Got grinded on hard. That's yeah, it was past my time. Somehow uh, somehow David managed to weasel his way in there, though. Because uh, uh, one of my college lovers. Oh, boy. One of those summers. Uh, and and just real quick, this is that chick who took my V card, and back in twenty, what is it twenty? Yeah, whatever. I fucking had sex once. Yeah, dude, that was the, those were the days when we still had our V cards. Boom, boom, boom. We were still eligible to yeah. the like the, the 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 higher realm of heaven, and now we're at like the lowest realm of. Was heaven. getting There's way these different tiers of. Was of getting way heavenly more, realms. Way more blowjobs from Christian girls because. <laughs> Way more blowjobs from Christian girls. Yeah, yeah, they wearing all their pretty pearls. Yeah, and they dangling and slapping on the chest while they on me making a big mess. Ooh, yeah, I wanna get up in that dress. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, I am relentless. Ooh, baby, let me get inside. Oh, why not? I'm wide-eyed. Yo, uh. hey, girl, love that cross up on your neck. Yeah, why don't you touch it to my fucking dick? I love it when you go down real slick. Yeah, I love it. Oh, and say a couple prayers to your bitch. Couple yeah. prayers. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh I feel God. you. Oh Lord. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting so hard. Yeah. Yeah, just thinking about this. Ooh, this good, this good broad. That's right. <laughs> she got a habit on. She a nun now. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, it's fun now. Yeah, I'm sister, running sister. my mouth. Sister, sister, yeah, she gonna sister, gonna, gonna fist a fist her oh, in a motherfucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that was a instant drop. I like that. Yeah, no fade uh, out. There was supposed to be a fade out, uh, but sometimes, you know, things change. And when the beat <laughs> is called Losing My Mind, produced by Bailey Daniel. So, um, yeah, thanks for thanks for that. I definitely liked Bailey the, Daniel. I definitely liked the the sample that he used. I feel like I've heard it before, maybe. Anyways, I spent $100 at the bar, but bought a drink for each girl and myself. There was four of us total. One of the girls immediately dropped her drink. Now, did she drop it or was she shoved? No, no, she was shoved, but 
you could fucking stab me and I wouldn't drop my drink. That's <laughs> true. There is a there is like a level of like yes. I'm almost like they, you know how they make those little baby uh, cereal bowls where a baby can like fucking throw it against the ceiling <laughs> yeah. and it won't drop any cereal. That's how I am with Seriously, my booze at the club. Like I'll be I'll be grinding big cheeks, clapping while holding a fucking tequila glass and nothing's gonna spill yeah. other than. These liquids in my esophagus. Big cheeks clapping would be your horrorcore album. Big name. cheeks clapping. It would big be... cheeks clapping. <laughs> it would, but it would, it would have nothing to do with big cheeks clapping. Yeah, I mean, definitely there were some big cheeks clapping this weekend when I had to explain to this person, "Hey, we're gonna have sex in a living room," and she was like, "I'll have sex in a dungeon," and I was like, "Cool." That's because uh, she is a dragon. <laughs> um, technically <laughs> Yeah and I, I thought we were being pretty loud But apparently Alex didn't hear nothing um, So definitely good times Yeah you know you put enough melatonin In your dome hey, oh, oh, fuck, Where's the drop bow, I forgot bow, the drop bow, 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 bow. Uh, I, I'm really David's been doing a great job Getting all the Uh oh what's that We're getting it's a little gotta, interference it's gotta, be this. It's gotta be this Okay we're good Fuck Pause it real quick. And we're back. Okay, yeah, that was weird. Minor issue resolved. Oh. I just shit myself. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, no, wait, but I'm serious. I did have some issues um, maintaining an erection. Which, you know what? Like, once you've had seven vodkas, that might happen. That's the issue. You know what it is? And also, I think that this was your first time betting down this partner. Am I correct? Definitely. First time with this person. I I have similar issues. And even if it's not my first time, if it's been a while since I've gone to bed with a certain person, I might also like get some sort of anxiety in the nether regions. But, um, I, but I need the booze to get me there as well. So it's like the booze is getting me there, and it's also holding me back once I arrive. Right. It's a conundrum. It's almost like we should figure out some way to maybe drink less. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe I need to find an actual connection with a human without needing to be inebriated. Well, it's just that's kind of one of the steps. It's 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 by default like she, you weren't gonna just she wasn't just gonna come over and fuck you. Right, you know what we, I mean? We could you, you have to go and do the song and dance. We and, could also take twelve steps to sobriety. And that's then, true. <laughs> and then and then just date the people in the program. Right, like that's, right. If just free, just free sober pussy at, yeah, at, the, and, at the, the, the triple A and knowing double that, A and knowing that you drank to the point where you had a problem and need to be here kind of gets me going. I'm like, oh man, you're a fucking you're right. You're there an, is you're, like a oh you're yeah, a degenerate like yeah, me. You got a problem, don't what? you? Let's you, fucking get it in. Oh my god, you fucking s- bad whore. Sweet you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it reminds um, me of the the um, the two porn chicks from Anger Management. That's Remember literally that that's literally what I was gonna say. Like, it seems to me that it is impossible to ever encounter people who are actually sex addicts. But I, I that seems like it might be real. Um, however, if you are able to constantly get puss or slash dick down, we salute you. Then, you, then you, of course you're a sex addict. Like, if you could just get it hard all the time from anybody you wanted that's not a sex addiction that's just being a fucking baller right well it depends i think that um uh the addiction comes into play when you're not uh getting uh laid at like the bars and stuff and you're just like paying for sex uh, and whatnot and and uh 
no, neglecting no, no. your children. I, th- I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think not, that not the addiction a, comes a, into play when you're married and still addicted to whores. And no, and no, like, I think it's also when you're uh, just can't help but fuck anybody. I also, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that, uh, like, by definition, for it to be an addiction, it has to like negatively affect you and the people around you or something. Really? Uh, maybe like, I, I think it like, might be a certain type of addiction. Uh, I don't know. I'm t- I'm sort of talking out of my ass here, but I know I read this somewhere where like there's there's a specific level where like like despite it, bad it, be, things it becomes happening. real. It becomes real once it starts. Well, bad things happening that's negatively affecting you. Right, right, right. And then if it affects the people around you, then it's even worse. So that's like and then you continue going regardless. Right, but then at the same time, I feel like I know people who drink every single day but have have never like offended anyone or but like, it negatively affects their health it does right at, at the bottom line is it it might not be costing you your job but it's costing you your liver or you know your brain if you're addicted to molly or whatever it might be i don't know it's well, one it's of those fine. things it's fine this entire country is addicted to sugar and nobody gives a shit so you guys can just keep eating your fucking skittles if you haven't seen the video on youtube of the guy dropping the hot fucking ball of fire in a cup of skittles yeah that shit is sick you look that shit up because the skittles turn black and catch on fire skittles are flammable well it's because they're it's because it's like all sugar you ever make caramel before no yeah dude you just boil sugar and it just turns into caramel it's weird and then it'll ruin your pan. The pan is unusable after that. I haven't had a pan. And in then years. your sixth grade, your sixth grade teacher will feel guilty, and and they will buy your mother a whole new set of pans because of it. A whole new set. A whole new set, not just the pan that was broken, but it's like when when uh, you broke my suitcase. And granted, you my mom did, she did complain. She kind of implied, like, hey, you owe maybe me some pans. maybe replace the pan. <laughs> It's it's um it's like when you broke my suitcase in Oakland and I was like, hey um you need to buy me two new because those match. That was a part of a set and I paid three hundred dollars for it. I paid one hundred and fifty and still now whenever I travel I'm like fuck my hand luggage doesn't match my carry on. That so is it's it's such a first world problem. I you don't deserve to get pussy today, right? Because but of I, that because of that sentiment, David's. David's trying to get laid again this afternoon. This well, afternoon immediately the, after we're done potting. I'm not trying. Oh, he's gonna see. Yeah, I'm uh, not trying. Yeah. I'm just spying uh. on a couple dudes lying. Yeah, I'm frying my fucking brain cells. Yeah, I live in gay hell because I'm going off on Dayquil. Ooh, I'm at the bar drinking hella hard with this girl. Now we're we'll gonna do it in my car. Ooh, yeah, I can't stop it. The pills popping. I've been going off in Austin. That's where I live. Interesting beat choice. R.I.P. to the M.A. That's my boy, yo, I'm all depressed now, bro Two years since his death now, bro, I don't know I just wanna say what's up to my boy up above, yo, Miller, dude uh, Everybody got dead homies and I know that you never knew me Yeah, uh, I'm going super crazy Yeah, I'm about to go to a bar with the lady at 11 a.m. It's fucking crazy. I'ma drink a bunch of Chardonnay and then I'm playing with my little thing inside my jeans. Yeah, I'm about to. Uh, yeah, I mean the beat was called Diablo by Mac Miller. R.I.P. My boy. That's like my favorite Mac Miller song. And uh, I don't know. I just trying to spin spin the wheels. Yeah, you know, next week uh, we'll we'll put like uh, I don't know some Leonard Cohen jams in here. Whatever. Or, you know, maybe next week we'll we'll add a Extentacion beat and. 
and just really just just vibe out the sadness at the end. I'm trying to catch y'all off guard. Honestly, most of y'all didn't even know that was a Mac beat, but Alex immediately recognized it, obviously, because it's fire. Because it's, it's fire. one of his most famous songs ever made. No, it's not. No, it's, his, his famous ones are the new poppy ones. Those fucking original rap ones are for the heads, you know? No, dude. He's been huge since, like, 2009. Well, he's no longer huge. <laughs> nope, that is the thing. He is disintegrating. And I never listened to his post-mortem album, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, it was a little sad. I didn't listen to it either. I just listened to like the, the single, and I was like, fuck, dude, this I, is like depressing. I, I feel just, like... Yeah, the whole concept of post-mortem albums kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's just a weird thing that people do. Like, I guess if there was enough evidence that they were planning on dropping this piece of work with, with the songs in this specific order... And and the features in this specific uh, arrangement, yeah. Like, but I, you just, it just, I just can't help but feel like it's just a cash grab by the family or by the people that own his music or just right. one way or another. And, and maybe you're dropping this without the artist's consent. You know what I'm saying? Like even maybe, though, by definition, the music itself is still purely Mac. It's the politics around it that seem weird, right? It's definitely weird. Um, especially because all these fucking bitches who never gave a shit is all of a sudden like, oh my god, the new Mac. And well, I'm like, it's cool to like people that have just died. It's like, cause we we witnessed firsthand people who like maybe knew like three or four songs or maybe had one favorite album that and then just do- being dove like, into the discography. Oh, he's dead. He was like my favorite artist. <laughs> it doesn't like at the same time. Who gives a shit? Like, unless you knew this actual person, having that type of outlook and ha- that type of rhetoric surrounding a celebrity's death really just speaks more of, like, how sad you are on the inside. Right, and it's weird because um, the only way that we're all connected is through this culture that we can uh, discuss. It's like how people used to talk about sports, but now we can all talk about the people that we mutually follow on Instagram. I wonder how Mac Miller would have felt about you using his beat to rap about seducing this chick you met <laughs> there was very little seduction that was done i literally showed up she was already 19 drinks in and was like oh my god talked shit for a good amount of time honestly pretty funny basic white girl humor that has always been endearing to me since since the times i i started fucking white women it was the first type of humor he learned yeah <laughs> that's how he that's how he got to this i point. thought i was a white woman until recently which deep down I uh, I wish I was wearing Uggs. Yeah, so who made that beat again? Oh, that was <laughs> Mac Miller. That's right. Rap Diablo. Macho when I drop flows. Oh, well, David likes Mac Miller, you guys. Listen, that, that's a fact. Not all the way not all the way to the original. Like. Anyway, I'm going to change the subject. Uh, we, watched, <laughs> um, we watched Toy Story 4, finally. Fuck, dude. Now, this is like... Was, the takes on this are dry. You know, it's, it yeah. came out like early 2019. But um, I got to say... Feeling a certain type of way about uh, Woody leaving his homies at the end. For Spoiler Bob. alert. Yeah, they've had enough time to watch this shit. If they haven't, then sorry. Woody leaves his homies at the end for Bo. Cool. I'm cool with him. They, le- they like, you're cool. Okay, but let's let's just backtrack a bit to some more inconsistencies in this uh. film. Let's talk about the villain that for some reason at the end of the movie is no longer the villain. They're the sympathetic character. It's a kid's movie. They don't want to teach you that the bull- Oh, okay. So so the, 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 the stuffed bear from Toy Story 3 who also had a very tragic backstory doesn't get redemption? Like the, the fucking little doll, the American girl ripoff in, right. in Toy Story 4? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that Toy Story is perfect. I'm just saying, like, maybe they're taking a more redemptive route because also if they didn't redeem 
the the toy toy uh woody would have like but not been following his purpose which was to like help all these toys his, his purpose is to guide these toys into happiness which is belonging listen i'm not here to debate woody's purpose because at the end of the day i have to accept nature and nature told me that woody has to be with Bo and and help the lost toys which is a very but, v-day theme you know you just got to understand man it's hard for me to let go and i get that you know Andy's long gone at this He's point. He's been gone. He's been gone. And 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 Toy Story, the first Toy Story movie came out in 1995. Right. That was 25 years ago. And they and they never addressed which one of those toys Andy used to pleasure himself anally. I think well, you got to understand. Uh, I think it was pretty obvious that it was Rex. Uh, well. I think that he used different parts of the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> like he would just take little, like there's different, yeah, different yeah, little yeah, arms yeah, yeah. and limbs and whatnot. And just, just experimenting, experimenting. And you know, uh, what's Slinky? Slinky's got some potential in there too. Yeah, maybe if you go all around and rub him up and down your taint. Now that would be interesting. One thing I, I always remembered watching Slinky, his role always seemed so like he was always sacrificing his body for the crew because it was like, hey, right. we need a rope. Let's use this <laughs> this dog that we're let's, supposedly friends let's with. Let's see if we can stretch and, him over right, a mile. Right, and then they stretch him out, and he comes back, and he's all fucking yo, yo, Slinky man. I'm sorry, yo, you got the short end of the stick, man. It's such a low low point in the series when they show them using you as a human rope. Yo, that shit is whack. They stretch you all the way. In fact, when they pull you back, you all slacked. Man, that shit is whack. Yo, looking at your spring, it ain't springing back. Damn, Slinky. I used to be nice and tight, and now I all I feel is fright. Cause when they wanna stretch me out at night, uh, I'm like a white puss. Yeah, you know me. I stay mad gush. Yeah, I'm eating gushers. Me and my busters. Yeah, we stretch me out like we're at Dave and Busters. Oh, I'm about to shoot the hoops. I'm about to eat some fruit loops. And then go make a beat on Fruity Loops. But I'm all wild. R.I.P. to my man Vern. He used to voice the dude. He used to smoke the yeah, shirt. R.I.P. Yo, and now they got that guy from the Adam Sandler that movie guy. who played the, the groundskeeper. Yo. You like us? Home away, maybe. You like to see homos naked? Remember <laughs> that, Joe Dirt? That's a great scene, and now that guy's playing Slinky. Yeah. It's pretty mean. Yo, what I was going to say was, um, on the topic of Adam Sandler, we also watched Uncut Gems. Oh, right. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't really talk about that. but well, the, It was kind of an Oscar snub. Um, yeah, and like I really liked his whole fucking Jew character. I kind of want to sell jewelry now because of it, um, which, which is... You want to sell jewelry? Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get ahead. You know, I'm trying to make an extra couple dollars. But I feel like jewelry is. He didn't. That movie did not present being a jewelry salesman in any sort of positive light whatsoever. What did you get from that? Where you were like, "Yo, this looks like a cool job." No, no. The having the jewelry store and like selling jewelry to to celebrities that was cool. The gambling addiction wasn't cool. But the part where he like had this sort of control about the these items and he knew about the about the jewels and he knew the people in the business that was cool but like him like being all fucking batshit and spending all his money on gambling was the part that might have not been cool what's what's interesting about that movie is uh you don't really realize this like while you're watching it but 
because it's it's a it's 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 very apparent that it's all just because he has this gambling addiction right because he doesn't he's like a phone call away from because he could just ask like his dad for the money or something you know what i mean his father-in-law his father-in-law his father-in-law apparently has like a had like a trust fund for him or something and so it's it's literally you just you're just watching a movie about a gambling addict in in its most pure form, yeah, he's being enabled. Can't even can't even uh, watch his daughter do her reci- her dance recital because he has to check like the the numbers or whatever. No, no, because uh, some fucking dudes are following him. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, because they were sitting in the theater oh, with him and he yeah, walked yeah. outside. Uh, the beat was called Prosper, produced by AE Beats. I did really like AE AE Beats, all capitalized on YouTube. Uh, Probably what? stands for like. Uh, Albert Ebert. Albert Einstein beats. Albert Einstein beats. <laughs> you might be right. Fucking Albert, dude. He's changing the game. E equals MC. You're a square, E equals Albert. I'm an MC. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got the shit and I'm clean. Yeah. Uh, if you have a producer that you recommend we spit over, email us his Or if shit. you are a producer. Yeah, if you are, email you us. us to spit over your shit. Bamfulmania at gmail.com. Make fun of your stupid name that you gave yourself. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys being supportive. One of these beats I don't think was labeled as free, and I was like, eh. Oh, geez. Well, let's not... Let's not talk about which one. Yeah, I don't know which one. I don't remember. I might be wrong, you know? I hope you are. That'd be cool. Um, should we should we go back to our topic of love, maybe? Or? Oh yeah, I forgot we were we were in love. Well, um, you know, we don't necessarily have to uh I've got a little bit I got a little bit I was working on here. This might be cool. Oh, I guess maybe I'll listen to your bit. Um, unlike your unlike you. No, no, you mine. don't have to listen to my bit. <laughs> I, in fact it'd be I'd prefer if you found something better in your phone while i was <laughs> I, while I, I was doing my bit because that's like i have something else after you're done all right guys hey so oh what's up hey i like you over there uh, what <laughs> i'm gonna insert some like crowd noises in sure here, maybe um uh so uh <laughs> what's the deal with uh you know i'm done doing laundry you know i open up the i open up the dryer like so much lint what's with all this lint in the lint catcher oh jeez. I've got so much lint in this lint catcher. What? This is after I've already sent it through a, a cycle of the wash. What? What does that washing machine even do? Where does? How does this lint still on my clothes after I run it through the wash? Okay. Why? What is it doing over here in the dryer? All right. Well, I got something. So here's. A, uh, let's try and forget Alex's horrible lint bit. Which let's have, just say it was an example of relentless comedy. Right. You know what I mean. One could say uh, I uh, I abstained from telling unfunny jokes for Lint this year. Okay, so um, here's what I got. Here's what I got. How about this? Um, dating is basically sales. I didn't realize this until I went on this date the other day. You're basically selling. I'm already liking the politics of this joke. You're already. You're just selling your product. You're like, hey, if you sleep with uh, this product, uh, he'll pay for your drinks. If you choose to be with this product. He'll um he'll pay for the Uber. Uh oh, it, this product is pretty funny. And uh, would you like to purchase the extended warranty or the device protection? Okay, yeah, we'll get condoms. What's oh device protection? Device is, protection is the. What's con- the extended warranty? It's the. Is con- that also condoms? No, I I meant to say device protection with the condoms. I'm a thing. big fan of this new capitalistic take on dating. Yeah, really, you're just trying to uh convince others that. There is value in what you're bringing to the table. What if well, let's let's just go even deeper? Valentine's Day was invented as a holiday to to funnel money back into the government. What if just 
being in a relationship is just a uh, an invention to get us to funnel money back right, into the right, government. Right. You know what I mean? It's like there's all this pressure for us to be in a specific type of relationship where it's it's give and take and give and take. We gotta we gotta pay for meals. We gotta get these big old teddy bears. We gotta right. you know. There's to, birthdays. To, there's Christmas. We need there's, to lease cars. There's Mother's Day. There's Father's Day. There's all these other weird uh, holidays where you're kind of like obligated to do something for your significant other. And if there wasn't a you know the, if if Instagram didn't exist and you couldn't compare yourself to other couples because now now we're getting into the social media aspect of it Whoa. now now you're just doing shit for your for your girl capitalism you're, you're doing shit for your girl so you can flex it to other dudes girls and now they're like well he did this and you're a fucking pussy and now all of a sudden your girl's calling you a pussy which is weird because she's using her own genitalia as a derogatory time just. Our boy D. Trumps is just looking at us through a screen and being like, yes. Right. Yeah, tw- rubbing his fingers together <laughs> like Mr. Burns <laughs> and just being like, yes, excellent. They're finally doing it. Yeah. Uh, relationships are a social construct yeah, yeah. invented for us to fucking buy stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'll buy you some flowers and some chocolates. Yeah, hopefully yeah, I yeah, can get yeah. my cock licked. Chocolate. Yeah, that'll be the day. Uh, that'll be the day. Yeah, that'll be the day. Well, I ain't got no money. I ain't a part of your system, but it's not because I'm broke. No, it's not because I'm broke. It's because I don't like you government folks. It's not because I don't got the cash to throw. No, no. It's not because I don't got the cash to blow on these hoes and uh, maybe... Take it away, bro. Thought I was spending money on these hoes, but it turns out I'm spending it on G-O-V.O-R-G. Fucking D-O, not old Trump. Yo, you're taking all my money, and I don't think it's funny. I need to eat some honey with my tea, green tea, and my girl on her weak knees. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Valentine's Day, man, made by the government. Yeah, to infect our brains and yeah, shit. Yeah, They're yeah. telling us that we in love. Telling us we gotta buy Dove chocolates. Uh. Are you DJ? Snitch. Ooh, that, that means this is the last beat. Yeah, I yeah. Assume. Uh, just uh, that little audio clip is Big Body uh, telling people that your DJ is a snitch. Oh well. Uh, the the beat was produced by he who was formerly known as Hooded Ninja, aka your boy. Uh, <laughs> I did the beat, so if you're interested in buying it, fucking email me. You can fucking have it for free. It sucks. That's, that's cute. No, I I really like that beat. Um, I think that, uh, and I immediately knew it was one of yours because I, I seem to recall you showing me that like at least five or six times. Like, yo, Alex, check out this new beat I made. And I was like, is, is it the one you showed me yesterday? Uh, He's like, no, nah, man, this is a new one. I swear, you- it's like, <laughs> this one's way hotter. And I was like, all right, all right. And then, you know, I pretend like I haven't heard it before. And- right, right. I don't want to kill myself at all. <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, I like the... I like the like the sample or whatever. Yeah, and the hi hats are kind of cool. Whatever. I'm just making beats so that I don't uh, fully commit to the suicidal thoughts. L is for the way you I guess this I'm, is I'm, it. I'm going. I'm going with this thing where we have outro music now that we do live. Yeah. Well, guys, we just want to say that we love you all. Yeah. And I know it might not seem like that at times because we uh we talk. We talk about you guys like you're trash and lower than trash. But we know you like it. We know that's like your your fetish. Right. So um, we just want to share this love with you guys. And uh, if you guys love us, please, uh, you know, like and share. And, and if you don't, we might not even make a podcast for you next week. For real, like, ever again. We're at the point where we're at the end of our ropes. 
uh, Valentine's Day has really brought out the worst in us. Yeah. Um, let's just say I'm off the wagon. Yeah. I've been- I was never technically on the wagon, but I'm back off yeah. of it again. I'm fucking on a wagon. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm just going to let uh, the smooth sounds of Frank take we'll, us away. We'll meet you at Wingstop. Stop.